You are listening to Present Truth Ministries Radio, telling the world that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Welcome to PTM Radio. I'm your host, Brother Jason DeMars. This is a ministry of Present Truth Ministries. You can find us on the web at ptmradio.com, and you can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. Today, I'm really excited about our show. We've got a missionary on, a missions coordinator on, and uh, he is Brother Tim Dodd. He's at Bible Way, Cloverdale Bible Way in British Columbia, and they are doing a lot of missions work from that church, and their ministry uh, is kind of what got me in the direction of missions when I very first came to the message in 1999. So uh, it's exciting to have you on, Brother Tim. Why don't you just introduce yourself to, to our audience? Thank you, Brother Jason. It's Good to be with you today and appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Uh, as everybody knows my name, I am, I am Tim Dodd, and I came to the message of the hour, 1983. Mm-hmm. In 1985, I, I started a church up in northern Canada, a place called Dawson Creek. Okay. And uh, pastored in the north for 30 years between Dawson Creek and another town called Grand Prairie. Uh-huh. So for 30 years, I was uh, roughly 30 years, I was up in the north raising a family, pastoring until God changed my ministry in 2012. Mm-hmm. And what happened then is I, I moved to moved to Cloverdale Bible Way to assist Brother Biscoe uh, in the missions work here uh, that is known under the name of Bible Believers. That's what I do here. I'm a I'm a minister in the church, but I also am called, as you mentioned, a missions director mm-hmm. and kind of in charge of the missions work here in Cloverdale. All right. So as the missions director, what are you working on, uh, you know, on a monthly basis, day-to-day basis? What, 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 what do you do? Through Bible Believers, uh, which was started, maybe I should just give just a short background oh, of Bible be Believers. Perfect. Bible Believers was started through a radio broadcast in the 70s and 80s under Brother Biscoe's ministry. It's called Bible Believers Radio Broadcast. Mm. And over the course of time, they began to uh, see, Brother Biscoe began to see needs in certain areas, and and he would maybe announce them on the radio broadcast. And so there became people that listened to the broadcast that wanted to help in these needs. And so Mm. Bible Believers, from that beginning became like an intermediary between those who wanted to give and the needs that they saw that were out there. And so that's how Bible believers kind of came into existence in his Genesis. And so over the years now, it's been, that's in the 70s, now we're in 2016, which we never thought we'd be here this long. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, up to today, we're we're doing several things right now. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're involved largely in uh, China, in the work that's going on there. Mm-hmm. Ethiopia is a great need and concern of ours right now. Uh-huh. Uh, we're involved in Uganda and beginning radio broadcasts there. Okay. And when I say beginning, we've been doing it for a couple of years. Okay. And uh, we're having uh, involvement all around the world in translation through what is called the Message Hub, which yes. is 
located at www.messagehub.info. Mm -hmm. We have 67 different languages that the message is translated into, and people can download the books and print the books right where they are, hand out or read the books anywhere in the world for, by downloading them from the Internet. Absolutely, that's awesome. And, and with the Message Hub, there's also an app on the Android operating system. And so people can exactly. download it, they can search, it, it links to Bible verses, and, and I believe Bible verses will link back to quotes, is that right as well? Yeah, what we, what we have on uh, what's called Message Hub Mobile, yes. and it's an Android application that people can download from the Google Play Store or from the Amazon App Store. Okay. They can put it right on their Android device, and often people with iPhones ask me, do you have an iPhone app yet? And I say, no, unfortunately, we don't. We've put all our resources into the Android system mm -hmm. because more than 95% of people in the third world countries yeah. or the poorer countries that we're targeting use Android phones. That's right. And the iPhone is very, very small representation out there. But we'd love to get it on iPhone whenever we have enough resources to do that. That's not something that we're, we're avoiding. So let me just explain the app for a second. Yeah, please. The, the vision of the application sprang out of the need in China. Because in China, the Chinese people are a great users and readers on their smartphones uh, over there in China. And so we wanted to develop an application that would link the Chinese Bible to the message of the hour. Mm -hmm. And as we studied and looked at that, we thought, well, if we do it in Chinese, we can do it in any language. And so we, we designed it such that, that any language that we have on the message hub can be uploaded into this application. And then people will have a Bible and the message of the hour. And by clicking on a link on the scriptures that links directly to the message, it takes them to the quotes of Brother Branham where he mentions that scripture, so Brother Branham becomes the commentary to the scripture. Mm -hmm. And right now we've loaded 16 messages, or I'm sorry, 16 languages from the printed books, printable books, into the application. And so we've got languages like French and Spanish and German and, and some of these major languages. We've also got Russian and Polish and and we just loaded Philippine languages, Brother Jason. Oh, great. The Tagalog and Cebuano is now available on there. We've got a lot of the Baltic languages, uh, nice. Slovenian, Slovakian, uh, Serbian. Uh, oh, my, it's, there's too many to mention, but there's 16 languages and uh -huh. growing. Yes, and, and we're going to provide a link to this. So if you're listening on in iTunes or if you're listening in SoundCloud or at ptmradio.com there's going to be a link to this so as you're listening just look look below this and you'll you'll see the link you'll be able to go there and download the app it's a it's a really not only a great functioning app it's a it's a beautiful app as well so you'll you'll really like it it's been a blessing to many all over the world brother Jason yeah yeah, definitely. And we're excited, too, because as we were talking about before we started recording, we, we've we done translations in Farsi and, 
and to have those on there. The brothers have asked me over and over again, can we get something to be able to search the messages of Brother Branham? And uh, one brother would start looking at something and going through something, and I, I would think this is a whole lot of work that's going to take place, and it's going to take a long time. And then realizing that with through the message hub, you know, this is something that can happen. It's Everything's already in place. It's just a matter of getting those things loaded and getting put on there and getting it linked up properly. So we're really excited to have that for the ministers. That's exactly right, Brother Jason. That's one of the key blessings of the Message Hub mobile app is not just the links between the Bible and the message, but, for example, when it first came out, the Indonesian brothers mm. were very fervent to get their messages loaded in there. We have a specific template to load it into yeah. so that it links with the Bible. Mm. And once they've loaded it, then they have a search engine in their language. And yeah. so for the first time, languages like Indonesian and, and Tagalog and, and Cebuano and Serbian or Slovenian, whatever it might be, they're able to search their own translations in their own language. Yeah, it's powerful. You know, I, re I realized... Something struck me the other day. I was in some special meetings he here in Minneapolis that Good Shepherd Fellowship was having, and uh, wonderful meetings. And there was a brother from Ghana that was preaching, an evangelist, Brother Thomas. And as he was preaching, it just struck me that the access that we have to the message now, of course, he's an English speaker, but Nonetheless, the sim simple access that we have to this message, this brother was quoting from Brother Branham all over the place from, you know, from 1958 to 1965, he was quoting back and forth. And mm -hmm. you realize that, you know, it's not just us in the United States that's having great access to the message anymore, but it's people around the world through apps like Message Hub that they can get on, they can research a subject, they can study the subject, they can take it back and forth to the scriptures. I mean, they can even download eSword onto their phone and they could look into the Greek and check back and mm -hmm. forth with comment. I mean, it's phenomenal what we have today. And so I'm getting excited, Brother Tim. I'm I'm wanting to start preach, so I'm just going to uh, settle down a little <laughs> bit. But it is exciting. It's wonderful to put the pure word into the people's hands and yeah. because as you know, from the history of Brother Branham's message, mm -hmm. is that when the message got into digital format and was searchable, uh -huh. it answered a lot of questions. It did. And that's, that's what it does for people in their language as well. You know, yes. they might have questions, and, and they're able to search it, and it solves any issues, whether it be doctrinal or other issues, when they hear what the prophet had to say about it. Yeah, and then, you know, that... It's one thing when I search and do the research and we do a PowerPoint and somebody translates that and they can read it as I'm teaching them, but when they can go and do the studying themselves, it puts them in that position to teach others rather than needing to be taught constantly. Exactly, exactly. So it, it's really powerful. So that's that's amazing. So talk to me a little bit more. You know, we had Brother John Lay on previously. Mm -hmm. And that was that was incredible about the work in China that that he got going, and it sounds like you're heavily involved in the continuing work there in China. So you know what you can share and not share publicly. So uh, and I understand, mm -hmm. I understand that 
there's certain things that need to be private. But, you know, as much as you can, talk to me uh, about what, what is going on in China now. Okay. Well, you've had Brother John Lay, and I, I didn't update myself by listening to that, but nevertheless, if I overlap, you forgive me. Yeah, no problem. You know, the Chinese work has been something that was initiated by Brother John Lay, Brother John Sacker, mm-hmm. over there in China, and in the in the introducing of the message into yeah. the country. Mm-hmm. Well, anytime you introduce the message into the country, into any country, and, and that's really the burden of Bible believers, is to get the message into the hands of the people. Mm-hmm. And so, anytime you get the message to, into a country, you're looking for the individuals from within that country that will run with the message. And so, you know, you're always wondering who will raise up within that country or within those people, might be expatriates, whatever it might be, that, that will take the message to their own people. And so God has raised up numerous individuals, and we're happy for that. And there's lots of groups over there that are gathering around the message of the hour. Mm-hmm. And as they begin to gather around the message and feed on the message, the first key step, of course, was translation. They had to get the message into their language because yeah. they don't speak English. Yeah. You know, there's very few that speak English there. And That's so uh, our brother Murphy has, has labored extensively, mm-hmm. and a lot of the Chinese believers have labored uh, over the years to get the message into the people's language. Uh, Bible believers have sponsored a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And so now they've got... We've got 440 messages right on not just the Message Hub printable format, but right on the Message Hub mobile application. Wonderful. So they've got they've got over 400 of the meat of the message mm-hmm. that they're able to that are linked with the Bible and that are uh, searchable. Now, mm-hmm. over the course of time, the believers begin to notice that their Bible, which is called the Chinese Union Bible. Okay. was not the same as what Brother Branham was quoting in many places. Wow. And so they begin to note this down, and they begin to make notes over the years of differences between their Bible and the King James Bible that Brother Branham was quoting, which the translators translated. Mm-hmm. So as they begin to do this, a burden really struck them, and a brother by the name of Brother Ivan spoke with Brother Biscoll, Mm-hmm. And uh, said, what we really need to do is translate the Bible. And, and Brother Biscoll and him spoke, and they agreed that, that that's what uh, Bible believers would sponsor, is a Chinese translation of the King James Bible. Uh-huh. So that began a major work, Brother Jason. Wow. And it's been yeah. probably since the beginning, 10 years, it's been five solid years of translating, not just Brother Ivan, Brother Murphy, there's many brothers over there that have been translating and working on the Chinese Bible. And just in November of 2015, we've finally released the final version of the Chinese King James Bible. Incredible. Wow. Yeah, you know, you read about the history of, of various translations. You look at Luther's translation for German or, or, um, uh, the King James translation, it was, with the King James, it was a group of people, and it took years for it to happen. So that's incredible, the, how the Lord orchestrated that. So it's the, the King James, sorry, the King 
King James Bible had the differences between the Bible when it was finished compared to their Bible. There's over 30,000 corrections wow. in the Bible. There's over 3,000 major corrections. There, there was missing verses, like, for example, I think it's First John 5 and 7, where it says, there are three that bear record in heaven, the uh -huh. Father, the Spirit, and the Word. Mm -hmm. And these three are one, and that's not even in the Chinese Bible. Mm -hmm. there, there are differences in wording, such as love and grace and mercy, are all translated as love in the Chinese Bible. Hmm. Yet we know that there's a great difference between those three terms. Right. And so, so one thing just to, for your listeners they might be interested in is that in English we can look at a Bible and we can say, okay, what is the Greek behind this Bible, with this word? Right. You know, what is, what is the Hebrew? What does this word mean? We can pull a different translation out. We can look in a dictionary. We can look in a commentary. Mm -hmm. We have all these resources in English. Yep. The only thing they had in Chinese was just the Union Bible. Wow. No concordance, no dictionary, no commentary. That's all they had. Wow. And it's still this way to this day. Yes, other than the Bibles that we have wow. managed to give to the people and to put in China there. By the way, if anybody wants one of these Chinese Bibles, they're available on the uh, Amazon bookstore. Oh, or wow. they can contact uh, Cloverdale Bible Way in the office here and order it direct from our office. Okay, that's great. And we'll, we'll make sure to have a link to that so we, people can go right to it from this broadcast. Amen. Wow, that's great. So I know you can't go into details for how that's being distributed there, but is there any more details you can talk about, you know, like how many have been distributed or anything like we, that? We printed 6,000, Brother Jason. Okay. And it's important to note that just after they were printed, the Chinese government has now shut down every legal Bible printing operation in China. Wow. Right after they're printed. Right after. And so now, uh, and that has nothing to do with us. That just has to do with the general mm -hmm. attitude of the Chinese government towards Bible printing. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a, a large Bible printer in China that we utilized. Mm -hmm. They were you know, completely legal. They're the largest Bible printer in the world, actually. Wow. But now even they are not able to print Bibles. So at the current time, the, you are not allowed to print Bibles in China. There are Bibles in China uh, that have been distributed and are distributed amongst the, the Chinese believers there. And uh, really, that's probably about the best to all I can say. Sure, sure. Well, that's, that's something that we can all at the very least, remember in prayer, because, you know, getting the Bible into people's hands in its pure format is absolutely critical. So as believers in this message, that's something we should commit to prayer for these brothers Amen. and sisters in, in China. Talk to me, talk to me more uh, as much as you can about how the Lord is, is moving through the ministry there. Okay. Well, um, you might want to consider doing a sub-program with Brother Murphy himself, Brother Jason. I think he would be able to give you a lot of te personal testimonies. Oh, that's a great idea. Thank you. 
Oh, and uh, but but in any event, the the church over there is thriving, and uh, the the believers are being uh, very well fed by solid ministry, and that's the key. Wonderful. Is you know pastors have risen up that are grounded in the Word of God, and the people are being fed. They have had for the last few years. They've been able to have conventions, Brother Jason, that wow. have not been shut down by uh, the authorities. Uh, they've had youth con- youth gatherings, youth camps for a couple of years now, and uh, those kind of things are happening within the country. It's always unsure in a in a communist regime how that the government officials will look at it, mm-hmm. but uh, so far the Lord has blessed it, and we're very thankful that they've been able to gather and encourage the people Wonderful. in the Word of God. Wonderful. So there are thriving churches all over the country. Of different sizes, you know, whether it be a small house group, uh, Brother Murphy would be able to tell you more, but from a small group of just a handful of people up to, you know, 100 and 200 people in a church. Wonderful. So that's that's something we'll definitely uh, get Brother Murphy on and, and talk to him about. It's really exciting to hear that. So let's let's go on. You mentioned Ethiopia. I'd love to hear more. Uh, I, I think that's just in its... its uh, very infancy that work there. So talk to me about that. Ethiopia, Brother Jason, is one of the most sovereign and supernatural things I've been involved in. And, and I have to tell you the story from the beginning. Yeah, please. We're going to end part one of the interview with Brother Tim Dodd right there. Thank you so much for listening to PTM Radio. If you have questions, you can email us at info at ptmradio.com or call us at 612-293-6846. We appreciate any feedback, questions, or testimonies that you might have. Once again, thank you for listening to PTM Radio. May the Lord richly bless you.